mesquite, and buffalo grass were unsuited to anything except grazing cattle or sheep. Prairie towns provided water tanks where thirsty locomotives drank and a stop for bored passengers to eat and stretch their legs. But only Texas cowboys found the plains appealing enough to stay, and some of them did. Insofar as Texas trail drives were concerned, the coming of the railroad to the territories changed nothing. It was only a means of getting the cattle to market if the new rancher survived long enough to have cattle to sell. The Indians continued to be a threat until 1874, the same year that Joseph F. Glidden received a patent for barbed wire. The days of the Texas Trail Drive were numbered. Paradoxically, the Great War that drove Texans to their knees put them on their feet. Forced from the land of their birth, they settled the territories and built cow country empires along the Western Trail. Chapter 1 June 2nd, 1868 Wyoming Territory The herd grazed peacefully along Lodgepole Creek. They were still an hour away from sundown, but Salty went ahead with supper. I can't wait to see the shops in the town, said Rebecca Nance. Just imagine how much better everything will be with the railroad here. Can't we stay here a few days? I'd plan to, said McCaleb. I'll need to visit the bank and the land office, and I expect the chuck wagon's mighty bare. Right, Salty? Dang right, said the garrulous old cook. After the feed we just had, there ain't no bacon to go with the beans we ain't got, and no coffee to drink with the dried apple pie, even if we had the apples to make them. In the morning, then, said McCaleb. We'll see what Cheyenne has to offer. They gathered around the chuck wagon, enjoying their coffee. They were a good outfit, McCaleb reflected. It was a time for remembering, and he let his thoughts touch on each of them and the trails they'd ridden together. First, there was Brassus Gifford and Will Elliott. They were closer to McCaleb than brothers. They would have given their lives for McCaleb, and he'd have done no less for them. Brassus Gifford was a red-headed, quick-tempered, Spanish-speaking cowboy from South Texas. He wore a gray, flat-crowned hat, tilted low over his green eyes. The rest of his garb consisted of denim shirt, Levi's pants, and rough-out, high-heeled boots. Will Elliott had curly black hair, gray eyes, and a quick sense of humor. Will was educated. His father had been a lawyer before the war, and Will could hold his own in a frontier courtroom. Will was from Waco, and except for a wide-brimmed, pinch-crease black Stetson, he wore the same range clothes as Brassus. Each man carried a tied-down forty-four Colt Low on his right hip, and like Benton McCaleb, each carried a sixteen-shot Henry repeating rifle in his saddle boot. Brassus was twenty-nine, just a year younger than McCaleb, while Will was a year older. If Benton McCaleb lived to be a hundred... He'd never forget the volatile situation he, Brassus, and Will had ridden into three years ago when they'd gone to the Trinity River breaks to gather a herd of wild longhorns. While the Comanche Indians were the scourge of East Texas and would have been trouble enough, that hadn't been the worst of it. York Nance, a shameless old reprobate run out of Missouri for mule rustling, had a shack on the Trinity. He also had a son, a daughter and a shaky alliance with the Comanches. Not only had he been selling them rot-gut whiskey, 
he devised a nefarious scheme to supply them with new Spencer rifles. Worse, he had half-promised his daughter to Bluefeather, a Comanche chief. McCaleb had an immediate falling out with York Nance, and the old man's dishonest ways had eventually driven Monty and Rebecca away. Monty, the old man's 21-year-old son, was a swaggering, hot-tempered kid who fancied himself a fast gun. He challenged McCaleb, went for his gun, and was wounded. Rebecca, Nance's 28-year-old daughter, had been a mother to Monty since his birth and went after McCaleb. Thus, their first meeting resulted in a kicking, scratching, clawing fight that ended with McCaleb dunking the furious Rebecca in the river. Despite instant hostility between the temperamental girl and McCaleb, a relationship developed. Rebecca Nance had green eyes, dark hair, calloused hands, and not the foggiest notion of how to be a lady. Motherless since she was...